Welcome back to another edition of Sports Business Secrets. My name is Kevin Tarka. I am the founder of Creation Talent Agency, and I will be releasing a new podcast every single day for an entire year that is specifically designed to share the inevitable challenges of the sports business world and how to overcome them. I'm inviting you to join me in real time on my personal journey of representing professional basketball players, traveling the world, and continuously finding ways to battle through the adversity in this competitive industry. The goal is to share as many secrets as I can to help you along your own path to success. Good morning, podcast listeners. Today, we are talking about mindset, and uh, we've got a treat for you today. We've got a good friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, Jake Rauschback, um, who I'm going to be inter- interviewing. He's going to be sharing some insight on the elite performance and mindset coaching world and, and give you some pointers on how you can improve your mindset on and off the floor. But before we dig into that, I just want to kind of put in my own two cents here and just touch on a few topics. And you know, we talk about mindset all the time and 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 how I, I think it's kind of turned into a buzzword now, you know, like inc- increase your your mindset, increase your, you know, your mental performance. And it, it's it's a serious thing, but you know, what is it, right? So uh, this morning, I actually looked up the definition of mindset, and there's there's a handful of different definitions out there, but uh, I just want to read you a couple of them. The first one is a set of assumptions, methods, and notions held by someone. The next one is uh, to establish a set of attitudes, or I guess the established set of attitudes. And the last one is a person's way of thinking. So I don't really care what your definition of mindset is. I just know that it's important um, to figure it out. And, and, and to really dive into what, you know, what your definition is and how you can improve it. And the second thing I know is that I didn't have it when I was in college. I didn't have the right, um, let's say, um, most efficient and optimized mindset that could have made me the best player on the court or the best person off the court. You know, I thought I had it together, but 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 I didn't, right? And, and and I was always improving it. But hopefully, that's what Jake will bring to you today. But something that I, I find really really interesting, and it's a it's a case study that I think there's actually a lot of different case studies, but you know, it's it's in several different books too. But the, the old case study with with babies, right? And babies' mindset, and infants' mindset, and and how they are fearless, and. Um, you know, they they stretch their skill set and and they try to accomplish goals, you know, every single day that most adults don't do, right? Even the hardest, hardest skills to learn, like talking and walking. Babies do it with zero fear. Um, and and the reason for that is because they they don't understand yet that there's pressure from from judgment from the outside. And you know, babies will literally fall on their face time after time after time and get up and do it again and get up and do it again, not giving any shits about, about who's, who's, um, you know, laughing at them for failing or who is, you know, not believing in them for falling on their face. So simply the, you know, the, the, the nerves or, you know, the, the, um, the worrying about failing is just not there. And, uh, I, I remember specifically a situation in college and actually during the season. And if you throw it back to December 3rd, 2011, you can go look this up um, in the box score. I remember a specific situation where, um, you know, we were, we, we were up by a decent amount and there was a minute left and, you know, I got into the game and 
we were playing Bryant University, and I was excited. I was like, you know, there's a minute left. I'll, I'm going to try and get a shot up. And, and you know, everyone's cheering for me to go score, and like they usually do for walk-ons that go in at the end of the game. And, um, you know, I got the ball, took it to the basket, and I got fouled. And I went to the foul line, and I, I remember, you know, just not thinking I was nervous, but being like, you know, look, I, I just don't want to fail. Like, come on, I, you know, I do this every day in practice. I just, yeah, I'm going to shoot two foul shots, and they're going to go in. You know, first one, uh, first one off the front rim, miss, 0 for 1. Second one, off the back back rim, 0 for 2. And and just the, the, the energy in the room was like, oh, man, like everyone was just disappointed. And, and that, and that I, I did not know, subconsciously got to my mindset, right? And uh, and and it was just like, you know, I failed people. Um, I failed myself. And it was like, why, why is this so difficult, right? So wh- why is this so difficult to make two foul shots? Um, so anyways, fast forward 20 seconds later, I get the ball in the wing. I make a crossover and everyone's so excited and I get by my defender and I go to the basket and someone steps in and they take a charge and I go up and, and it was clearly a charge. It was clearly a charge. And I actually need to find out who the exact referee was because I don't remember right now, but they called the block and, and they, they, they felt the energy in the arena that they wanted me to make two foul shots and score and get excited. So he called a block. I mean, it was clearly, I, I, I'm going to have to find the film on this. It was clearly a charge. So I go to the foul line. As I walk in the foul line, the ref literally told me, and maybe, maybe I shouldn't even say this out loud, but the, the ref literally told me, "You owe me one," because that was clear. Because that was clearly a charge. So, what a guy, right? Um, anyway, so I go to the foul line, and 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 I'm like, all right. So now there's all sorts of pressure, and and my mindset's like, oh wow, like there, there, there's pressure if I fail. There's pressure if I fail, and you know, usually I like to think that I have ice in my veins, and during practice when no one's in the stands, I'm I'm you know hitting threes and hitting foul shots and doing what I do. Um, but I, I went to the line and you you bet. 0 for three, 0 for four. Four foul shots in uh in one minute. How, how I did that, I don't know. It must be a, a national uh, leading a national stat category. Um four shots per minute, uh four foul shots per minute. But the point of the story is I, I didn't have the right mindset. You know, so the reason why I brought Jake on to the podcast today is he's gonna be able to tell you a little bit about mindset and what he does and give you a couple of pointers and secrets and tips on things to do in the game and and outside the game that's going to you know bring your elite performance your mental your mental capacity your mental performance to the next level so enjoy all right people today i'm talking with mental performance expert jake rauschback about how athletes can get started on the right track for an elite mindset and obtain the best results on and off the court Jake is a world-renowned high-performance mindfulness coach who's consulted for NBA, Olympic, college, European pros, All-Americans, and I'm sure the list continues to go on. And he's the founder of, of the Mind Right Pro program, which he'll tell you a little bit more about. Um, but anyways, without further ado, welcome, welcome, Jake. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, man, no, this is this is great. Now we've chatted before on on a couple of podcasts, but we're gonna we're gonna get some more content going for the people because I need to hear it. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm looking forward to our conversation. So uh, my first set of questions is more about kind of your background and experience in the field of mental performance. Um, so some of the aspiring pros or current pros in the audience can understand kind of who you are, uh, where you're coming from, and uh, and how you might be able to relate to, to where they are now and where they want to be. So uh, I guess just start, just tell us a little bit about yourself um, in terms of the background, education, and kind of experience in mental performance. Yeah, so it all started for me when I was a kid. I had a brain injury that I had to overcome, and I uh, used a bunch of different methods to help me do that. 
um, and really get back and, and uh, uh, heal from that whole journey. It was a journey. Um, I, once that kind of came together for me in a, in a more concrete way, I played uh, Division One basketball at Drexel. Um, I've coached in my coaching career um, almost at every level, Division Three, Divi Division Two high school. I've coached uh, several Division One uh, colleges, um, coached at the high major level, uh, coached professionally in Israel, um, and I've, I've also consulted for many different athletes across basketball, um, from middle school to NBA players, and then across different sports as well. So my passion is helping athletes uh, take their game to the next level um, by unlocking their mind and finding that next level of performance for them. Awesome, awesome stuff. So, so obviously you've, you've done a lot of coaching. Where did it come into play that you realized that, you know, not just like basketball skills coaching, but that there was a missing link there? It actually, great question. It actually, um, I came to this realization when I was a player in high school, way, way back when, um, when I realized that. Come on, you're not that old yet, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, true. I appreciate just, just that. Just wisdom, just wisdom. Just wisdom, right. Um, when I was playing, I realized that when I was able to totally be neutral, let go, and be in basically a flow state, that not only did my game open up, but my body responded too, like my physiological like the physiological experience I had in my body was different. So as crazy as that may sound, uh, maybe it's not so crazy when you're not, when you're relaxed, you're calm, you're confident, you're in the zone and you're in the flow, your body responds to that. So I was faster, could jump higher, uh, uh, played better when I was in those states. Um, and then when I, conversely, when I was in those other states of fear and negativity, my body closed down, my game closed down, my, obviously my confidence closed down as well. So Early on, I, I kind of saw that the, the mind and, and how it interplayed with your game was so important. And then when I got into college, um, I kind of observed the same thing for other players as well. Uh, you know, it was different context for them. And what, we all have our different stories and our different backgrounds, but across the broad breadth of players and people, our issues are pretty much the same when you break them all the way down. So I was observing my teammates are going through similar things that I went through, just in different contexts. Um, so I knew when I got into coaching, I, I really wanted to bring um, uh, high performance, mental performance, mindfulness, the mental side to player development and to uh, personal development. Mm -hmm. And then so I guess, you know, your, your, your whole journey was then, okay, how do you get to that flow state that you mentioned? Like, how do you, how do you get there? And obviously, you know, doing ball handling drills and getting extra shots up just wasn't really doing it. And that's and that's kind of how I'm imagining you, 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 you know, really learned what you learned. And that's, that's what you do now, you know, just to get those steps from point A to point B to your optimal performance, right? Yeah, it was interesting. Like, there's never one way to skin a cat, right? And right. Um, uh, sometimes ball handling, because I, I'd like, I would just, I would work out three, four hours a day when I was a kid, would get me into those states, but some days it wouldn't. So I was like, well, why on some days I get there, some days I wouldn't. And to your, to your question, to your point, on those days that I could use ball handling or moves or sh my shot to get there, that's great. But what was the next step? Like, I kind of had to find that next step when my game wasn't getting me there and I had to find a way to consciously, deliberately unlock that place. So absolutely right. Finding that flow state through playing and then through administering and coaching others was, has been the trick and really the focus. Awesome. All right. So let's, let's get right into it and, and get some tangible things here for the listeners. So so what's, what is the first step that 
any athlete or any pro needs to take with mental performance, um, you know, in, in order to see results or how to improve it. Obviously, I think I would hope that people realize it doesn't just happen overnight, but I think you might have, you know, some ways to get, you know, get quicker results than others, but what's really that first step? Um, the first bare bones step, like the first step, number one is observation. You, you need to observe your thoughts, your emotions. Um, we go th- a lot of times we go through our daily lives, whether it's on the court or off the court and we'll have stuff happen and it might be pretty intense and we get swept away in the emotions and thoughts. And you start to, a lot of times you start to, your mind starts to spin in a loop. You start to go in emotional behavior loops and it's hard to get out of them. We've been there as athletes or for a non-athlete listening to this, is the same thing. So for us to be able to be aware that we are really not our thoughts, we're not our emotions, like those are not our, that's not us. At our core, we are not those things. Yes, we experience those things. And yes, you can be swept away in those things, but at our core, we're really something deeper. We're a higher consciousness, we're a, um, a light, we're, we're, we're a deeper consciousness that when you're able to basically be aware and be neutral and observe, you'll have those thoughts and emotions come up and they just come up and go right by you and you're not swept away in them. So the first step is to be aware of what you're experiencing and not go into it. Okay. I like that. And, and so just realizing that, you know, there's, there's, there's something there that you, that you do need to work on uh, in order to take that step. And then I guess to take it a step further, um, you know, we, we like to give little secrets away on the podcast. At least I do, you know, how yeah. I come across a challenge and then, um, you know, what that challenge is, but how I kind of overcame it, or if I didn't, and I'm still going through it, what I've learned or how I'm kind of going through it. So in, in that regard, um, to continue on that first question, what's one kind of secret tip or I guess exercise. And I think I'm, uh, maybe I remember one that, that, uh, we talked about on the podcast earlier, uh, in the year that, that you have. So like, what's a, what's a secret that somebody can do during the game? Um, you know, that they can instantly kind of be like, all right, Hey, I'm here bring me back to life. I'm aware. And then it can help them like really instantaneously. Yeah. Good question. So there's a ton and we stack them in concert with the, uh, the mind rate process that we help for players and teams. But, um, but one I'll share with you here is, is simply your breath, simply your breath. It might sound too easy, too good to be true, but it's, it's really the easiest thing to start with when you're in the game and something happens and um, uh, maybe you need to get back on track or let go of a mistake or move forward simply focus on your breath, four or five deep breaths. So if I'm in the game now, you're literally going to go, and I'm, I'm totally present moment when I'm focusing on my breath. And you would do the same thing if you were a player, right? So maybe it's a, I had a turnover and I'm walking back on defense, four or five deep breaths, in through your nose, out your mouth, and you're fo- focused on your breath, not on the mistake, not on what's going on in the court, but on your breath. That's going to bring you out of your head, you out of your emotions and get you back the fastest way you can to the next play. So what's that's three breaths and then four breaths and then five breaths right here. You're literally just focusing on your breath and that's all good. And the game starts and you're back in it. That pops you out of your mistakes and the stuff that was holding you back before. Great stuff, man. It's, it's yeah. Like you said, it seems simple, but you know, I think we often make life overcomplicated than it really is. You know, same thing for yoga, you know, like some, some of my guys are, are like, Oh, you know, I, I need to, I need to be more flexible. It's like yoga, like just, just stretch. Like you don't have yeah. to make it so complicated and you have to plan out, you know, 10 different yoga uh, sessions a week at certain times and hot yoga and vinyasa. No, just stretch, just, just do yoga and stretch. And you're going to, you're going to help yourself be more flexible. 
So, so important to be consistent. Like you talked about, just have something you do, be consistent with it. Don't miss a day. If you do miss a day, just get back to it and, and be consistent. Right. And, and so tell us, uh, tell if, if there's like one, I'm sure you have many, but one particular story or case or, or, or player that um, if you're allowed to say that you've worked with um, that, that you'd like to kind of share with people that sums up a little bit about what we've been talking about. Um, you know, some of these exercises or, or what you put them through to help them improve a specific statistic that you can share with people. Yeah, I appreciate that. And, and um, I'll, I will share a name because he's allowed me to use his name and because I think he knows and he wants it to be out his story. He wants to be able to help others through his story and his process. But uh, Daquan Cook, uh, former NBA player, former NBA three-point champion, um, longtime vets, played literally in every top league in the world from NBA EuroLeague to FIBA Europe Cup, now in uh, Israel. Um, uh, DC is super talented, uh, always very gifted player, um, NBA level talent still at 34, 35. But the thing, some of his challenges in his past, and he would say the same thing, has been his mental focus and his routines and his habits. So when we worked together a couple seasons ago, struggling early on in the season, um, obviously all the physical skills are there, all the, the tangible skills are there, but his focus wasn't there, his routines weren't there. So we just talked about consistency and routines. Um, this was the main thing we wanted to emphasize for him. So we worked on mental focus for him, his routines, routines meaning his player development before games. We had a specific routine we would get in before every game, didn't miss a game. And there's a level of intensity you need to go through that process with during, before the game to get ready to play in the game. There are different check marks throughout practice and throughout games that he would basically instill and employ based on different techniques he was doing to get himself in that flow state that we talked about so he could really outperform. And again, I, this is not about me. The kudos goes to him. I'm, I'm, I'm just here to be a service. And, and he took and ran with all the techniques and the stuff that, that I kind of share, shared with him and he crushed it. He ended up being the, uh, the, leading, the most efficient score in the winter league that year. He averaged like 0.62 points per minute. He improved in five or six different statistical categories by the end of the season. Um, and he, he was great. And the reason why is because he took it upon himself to be that professional that he is, strengthen his mental focus, lock in consistently, and change his habits. And when his habits changed, his game changed. Yeah. No, that's, that, that's obviously quite a success story. And, and, and so for anyone listening, um, obviously we can't give away all the secrets here, but, but tell people a little bit more just about mind, right? Pro. And, and, and if they, if they, you know, if something clicked in them when they were listening to this or they, they, they want to improve their, their mental performance, you know, where, what they can learn from that program with you and, and, and a little bit more about it. Um, and then just the easiest way to get in touch with you about that or, or where to find you. So MindRight Pro is the process that I created from my, and it was, again, founded from, started from my experience overcoming a brain injury, uh, and then into my time as a player. And it's all the components, all the techniques put together in a multi-week process that I've seen to really move the dial for players all across the world into one concrete mental performance program. So it's proven, it's results-based, it's patent pending. Um, so if you are, for example, want to take your game to the next level and you feel like you've maxed out your ability on the court with everything you're doing, or you feel like there's another level, or maybe you're struggling with something specifically or you're injured, uh, MindRight Pro can help you move through these different uh, um, experiences so you can really level up your game in a statistical and measurable way. So for it's, uh, there's online coaching programs, there's a one-on-one -on -one process, 
There's group coaching programs. Um, but if you'd like to learn more, you can visit mindrightpro.com for more information. You can also visit uh, my Instagram page at mindright underscore pro, where I post a lot of content, a lot of players and how they're doing along their uh, improvement progression process. So um, yeah, if you're interested, uh, reach out. Awesome. Well, appreciate you guys tuning in. Hopefully, you know, you have a much clearer understanding of just getting started with mental performance. And that's definitely a, a website and Jake's a guy that you're going to want to get familiar with and check out. So appreciate you tuning in and hope that helped. We will uh, see you guys next time.